Hey everybody, Jeff Antoniak here with Digging Deeper Jazz Videos. Today we're gonna talk about a particular triad pair. We're gonna dig into what that is, how to use it, how to practice it, all that good stuff. This is actually our third video on triad pairs, and this stuff is for all instruments, certainly. Um, any melodic instruments, soloing people, but also guitar and piano. This uh, triad pairs happen to be great for comping as well. So uh, let's dig into this. Let's hear what I'm talking about with this particular triad pair. So I'm talking about a triad and a second triad separated by a tritone. So I'm, uh, let's think in the key of C. I'm playing a C triad and an F sharp triad. stuff was just moving back and forth between these two different triads. And it sounds pretty cool. It sounds pretty angular. Um, it's, it's a fantastic sound. I'm certainly not the first guy to talk about this stuff, but uh, I hope to give it to you in a uh, kind of simple, easy to use uh, approach here. So let me put this PDF up on the screen and I'd be happy to send this to you. Um, send me an email at Digging Deeper Jazz. You, many of you uh, know this already. Send me an email, I'd be happy to uh, send you this PDF. So here it is up on the screen. And um, as you can see, it's simply two triads, a pair of triads. In this case, C and F sharp. The previous two videos were triads separated by a whole step. There's so many ways we can go. There's hundreds and hundreds of possibilities uh, through all the different keys and different types of triads. So this particular sound is a fantastic altered dominant sound. So when I'm playing a C triad and an F sharp triad, <laughs> That sound, if we sort of add it all up relative to a C tonality, it ends up being a cool altered dominant, a C dominant seven with a sharp 11 and with a flat nine. So really any sort of C tonality, we can use this sound. But I'd say just practicing, it's such a cool, like I said, a cool angular sound. It gets us across the instrument quickly and there are a lot of places to apply this. So we're gonna talk about rhythm changes in just a second and uh, you know, kind of show you how to apply it there. I tell you what, let me put the sheet back up and let me play through some of these examples. I'm gonna play example three, which is what you've heard me do already. So I'm just playing one, three, five, three of each triad, one, three, five, three in C, one, three, five, three in F sharp. And those of you trying to play along in the key of C, I'm transposing on the sax one, I'm playing in concert B flat, but just to uh, keep it simple, let's talk in the key of C. Okay, so now to go on to uh, the next example, number four. So you get it, pick whatever shape of triad you like. In, this, in, in that instance, it was one, five, three, five. And I'm repeating notes because the triad has three notes and I'm playing in 4-4, four, four. so shifting back and forth every four notes, right? Let me go on to the next one, number five. So very simple to uh, the first one that I played, number three. It just has some stops and starts in it with quarter notes and eighth notes. This is not supposed to be any sort of uh, exhaustive you know, way to practice these. I'm trying to give you the idea and turn you loose on your own. There's many very good books out there that can be kind of overwhelming, so 
you know, take this approach to begin with. And if you find yourself really excited about Triad Paris, there's definitely other places to go. Let me play this last example. So I went past the example, but I was sort of inverting my way up through the triads. But every two beats, every four notes, four eighth notes, I would change between the C triad and the F triad. You could do it freely. So I was just alternating every two beats in a free way. I, I didn't have a particular numeric pattern to go through there. So as you can see, it gets us this really, really cool uh, sound out of these two triads. Um, you can find all these notes in a half whole diminished triad. There's scales that contain these notes, but you notice we're not playing in a scalar kind of way, right? We're playing in this cool uh, angular sort of approach. So I tell you what, let me do this. I'm gonna put on some rhythm changes here for you. And um, I'm gonna play through, and what I'm gonna do at the bridge is play uh, number three, that example. So the bridge of rhythm changes has, if we're thinking in the key of C, an E7 for two measures, an A7 for two measures, a D7 for two measures, a G7, those are the chord changes, right? And so on each one, when I get to that E, uh, at the bridge, I'm going to be alternating E triad and B flat triad. So just don't, don't be too worried about it for right now, but just so you can sort of hear this in, uh, in context. All right, so here's uh, number three again. Here's what it looks like on the sheet. And uh, let me start some rhythm changes. So I'm going to improvise for 16 measures uh, to begin with, and then I'll play this example at the bridge. said I would. It sounded like it might be a little bit too much. Right, so you, we could do them all in a row. It's kind of like pouring uh, a little too much barbecue sauce or a little too much curry uh, if we use it on every chord all the time, but it's a great exercise, right? So let me do that one more time. I'm going to start uh, rhythm changes. And here's the one, bridge. two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> I did all the way through the bridge. And it was just two triads on each chord, 
right? So, uh, wonderful thing to practice through the circle of fourths. So, just go from key to key. Now, to begin with, a lot of you out there are adult amateur musicians, semi-pros, people playing on the side. So, for a grad student of mine, the assignment is, uh, yeah, do this in all 12 keys. For those of you out there just doing this for the first time, do it in one or two keys. You've heard me say this before, right? So, really limit. That's why these videos are called Digging Deeper. We want to dig fewer holes, but deeper holes, so we can use this stuff. Right? So I'm going to give you a uh, very cool approach here. Now I'm going to warn you, if you're a theory uh, nerd, this may piss you off, okay? If you're, <laughs> there's a lot of ways this may kind of piss you off, but check this out. Um, how about the A section of rhythm changes? If you know rhythm changes, you know that rhythm changes are very diatonic. In the key of C again, C, A minor, D minor, G7, E minor, A minor, D minor, G7. So it's a lot of chords, but they're all in the key of, let's call it C, since we're thinking in the key of C, right? So it's a lot of chords, but it's all in the key of C. So what I'm gonna do this time is play that triad pair over the A sections, just thinking of two triads, C and F sharp. It doesn't work, not really. <laughs> um, you know, where these chords fall, they're not even substitutions. I mean, they, there's, there's no real way to say that that you know, one, these triads are fitting over the chords, but the tonality of the A section is C in our case here, and I have this pattern. The strength of the pattern is going to take me through. So that's why I'm saying that this uh, this may kind of bug some people. It's not theoretically correct, but we've heard our heroes do this kind of stuff. So uh, let me start off here. Rhythm changes. Now I'm doing it on the A section. So right out of the gate, I'll play a couple A sections for you, and you'll hear this sound. And so you'll hear a lot of cool accidental harmonies. Here we go. One, two, one, two, three, four. Bullshit, right? A little bit. <laughs> but it sounded, to my ears, like kind of cool, organized bullshit. So that's an approach, right? Uh, again, you've heard your heroes play in this kind of way. There's a lot of sort of accidental cool stuff going on, but when you play with a good tone, when you play with great time, great momentum, this kind of stuff can work great. So we started off talking about this in a more functional way. On an E7, you play the E triad and the B flat triad. Triads, a tritone apart, right? That is functional. That's a true classical tritone substitute. Yeah, pretty close to tr true and classical, I guess. For jazz, in jazz terms, close enough, right? Um, then what I did is picked a song and just played over the key area in a tonic kind of way, just choosing the key, in my case, C, and with all those chords going on underneath, alternating with this triad pair. And to my ears, I kind of dig it. Would I want to play like that all the time? No, it doesn't work. 
wow, what a great tool. Two triads, as I hold up three fingers. I'm not sure what that's about, metric or something. So um, I hope you get the idea here. This is our third video on triad pairs. Um, number 26 and number 29. So we could, I could make another 42 videos on triad pairs easily enough, I'm not gonna do it, but I wanted to give you a taste of how this stuff works. So this is a fantastic altered dominant sound. You'll be able to use it on the blues and standards and really everywhere else. So I hope you experiment with this stuff. As always, I'd love to hear from you. As I said, uh, so many of you out there are adult folks playing on the side, playing in a semi-pro capacity, and you are the people that I love uh, working with and working for and sharing this information. So please send me an email at diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com. I would be delighted to send you this PDF. I'll put it back up on the screen really quickly for you. Be happy to send you this PDF and uh, any of the past PDFs. I'm, I'm getting so many emails from folks who are enjoying this material and enjoying the way I'm presenting it and you know, that's awesome. That makes my day. Uh, I hope you can tell that I have a good time doing this stuff and uh, delighted to keep going with it. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, you've been hearing me talk about jazzwire.net and I'm going to keep talking about that in early 2018. We're going to be launching this and uh, some very exciting stuff coming and I'll be uh, getting you much more information on that. So uh, if you go below to the show notes here on YouTube, you'll be able to click in a place where you'll be able to get more information. It's no obligation. Just click there, put your email down, and we'll send you information when it becomes available. So we hope we'll see you there. I want to thank Gonzalez Reads for being a fabulous sponsor of the Digging Deeper Jazz videos. And uh, we'll leave it there for today. So uh, I want you to experiment with this stuff. Let me know how it goes. And uh, I'll be talking to you soon. Thanks so much. Take care.